Hi, everybody. I'm Magnus Carlson from Magnus Carlson Audio. This is a podcast where real medical professionals discuss fake medical emergencies. That means that unless your doctor is named Bones, this podcast is not medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Hi, everybody. I'm Jackson Vane. I'm Johnny Kolosinski. You might remember me from such podcasts as Brooklyn 2099, a futuristic look at wisecracking cops. Oh, my God. If you could only see my face right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is Hi, Everybody, a bad medicine podcast. Every week we talk about what Hollywood gets right and wrong about medicine and how the body works. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find this podcast on the brand new HiEverybodyMD.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at HiEverybodyMD. Um, and you can also reach us through our hotline at 530-DOCTORB. Yes. And what's the, the B? The extra B is, the B is for boxes this week because oh, yeah. we are in Jackson's new home yep. uh, with a brand new, soon to be built out studio. Hopefully soon, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jackson, what are we going to be talking about this week? So we're going to talk about South Park this week. Season 23, episode 8, uh, aptly named Turd Burglars. Right. This is the episode where they discuss fecal transplants. Yep. I can't believe it took them 23 years to do this. Yeah, I mean, it, this is right up their alley. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a... Oh, I didn't even realize what I said. Um, but it does definitely fit with their MO. Um, basically, Kyle's mom, Sheila, gets really, really sick, starts vomiting, starts pooping herself. And in the hospital, the doctor brings up that she is infected with C. diff, which mm-hmm. is uh, Clostridium difficile. Okay. Um, it's actually in the same family as tetanus. Oh, really? Yep. Um, it makes spores and it becomes really hard to treat. And that's the big reason why it's so infectious is that if it's on some kind of surface, it can form spores, which makes it more resistant to like um, certain types of minimal washing, heat, and all of that stuff. So you really have to wash your hands super well whenever you deal with the patient with C. diff. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it's really highly contagious. So he suggests that we treat or they treat her using a fecal transplant. Right. Yep. And that's an actual medical treatment that is done. It is. And it's not exactly done how um, the doctors in the show describe it, but it is actually done. Right. So the the way they describe it in the show, and we actually see it at the end, mm-hmm. uh, is them basically in, injecting, using a, a syringe without a needle and injecting a poop slurry up your butt. Yeah. Which... Not the best way to do it, mainly because if you're going to just inject into the the first part, you're just giving yourself an enema. Mm-hmm. So nothing really stays because it all just comes out. Right. So it, it wouldn't get absorbed by the intestines because it would just move its way and, right out. I mean, the whole point of a fecal transplant isn't so much so that your intestines absorb it. It's so that your intestines um, microbiome is just reaches homeostasis Mm -hmm. the reason why c diff is so bad is it's really aggressive it's really mean so when you knock out all your good bacteria because you've been on antibiotics for a long time like we'll say that with kids who take certain types of antibiotics that are pretty strong that they can have really bad diarrhea but if the diarrhea gets to the point where it's significantly bloody they're having bad belly pain that's when we're worried about a c diff infection Mm -hmm. so it's a really bad diarrheal infection so usually we don't do that the alternates aren't as aren't much better uh one could be a colonoscopy mm-hmm. so they'll you know go up with a camera or at least go further up this the large intestine to inject all of the 
how do I say it? The spice, I guess. <laughs> to inject the spice further deeper into the intestine. Okay, so a colonoscopy isn't just an examination. It, it would be any time that they're shoving. It's any time you're using a scope, mm-hmm. uh, a camera, into the colon. Okay. Anytime you use a colon scope is a colonoscopy. But usually what we've seen, and the only time I've seen fecal transplants done, is they put an NG tube in, which is, you know, a tube through your nose and it goes to your stomach. And then they pump a bag full of poop slurry down that tube. That's um, lovely. Do you know what, what one of the side effects of that would be? Yes, I do, because we discussed it before we recorded, mm-hmm. and it's going to be poop breath. It is poop breath. Yep. Poop breath is actually one of the side effects of a fecal transplant. Uh, also nausea, but I mean, I feel like it's the chicken or the egg kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, What made you nauseous? Was it the poop breath, or did the poop breath make you nauseous? It's hard to say. One of the it's South Park, so mm-hmm. obviously they things things go extreme. Yes, uh, and uh, Stan's mom, Kyle's mom, Kyle's mom, um, Kyle's mom, after getting her fecal transplant, mm-hmm. is acting like she's twenty years younger. Yeah, like she's she's more in shape, she's more energetic. Yeah, um, and just all around a healthier, more lively person. Correct. My understanding from our conversations before recording is that, in actuality, the only thing a fecal transplant would do would be help you with your C. diff. Correct. It's more to, like, balance out your your gut flora. Mm -hmm. And there was one article that was kind of faulty, though, where they said, oh, getting a fecal transplant would actually improve your digestion, improve your cognition, physical... Um, emotional well-being, all of that would be improved after a fecal transplant. We found this on goop.com? No, it's actually, um, it was actually in a scientific journal, but it got redacted. Okay. Um, or retracted, I should say. And the reason why is they kind of said, well, we looked at the gut flora in all these healthy people, and their gut flora looked much better than the gut flora of these people, uh, these sicker, fatter people. So it kind of goes, well, what really... Attributed it, to the better, yeah. It, it's it's a it's again the chicken or the egg, yeah, or the chalupa, or, or the broccoli. Correct. And I think in this situation, they were trying to say, oh, better gut flora in these healthier people. If you move it to someone else, would make them healthier. But they didn't actually take that step. No, they did not of of doing that. No, and that's kind of where it led to a lot of like pseudo- pseudoscience stuff. This is where you get people buying other people's poop on the internet for forty bucks a pop. Which is actually a real lucrative business. I did not realize that until after this episode and I looked it up. But you can actually sell your own poop for $40 per donation. Uh, look for a link in the show notes, guys. Uh, because <laughs> that you're w- really hard up on money. Yeah, or if you just, you know, we can set up a Patreon. Uh-huh. And this is a way for you guys to start supporting the podcast. Correct. I You don't want this. Yeah, no. this podcast is not medical no. advice. And we are not actually asking you to sell it, sell your poop and give us the money. No, thank you. Please, God. And also, please don't send us your poop. <laughs> and please don't call the hotline and tell us where to buy your poop. Like, that would be really great if that didn't happen. <laughs> but it also, um, as as recently of, as of uh, July of this year, there were two attributed deaths to people doing DIY fecal transplants. Which is where this episode goes. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, God. There's going to be a lot of just... Um, it, 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 Toilet humor. Yeah. Subtle, subtle poop jokes, I would uh, say. Um, because Cartman and Stan and Kenny uh-huh. get dragged into stealing Kyle's mom's poop. Correct. By 
her lady friends yeah. because they want the magic the, the magic poop that I'm, she has. I mean, Sheila made it sound like she got the fountain of youth. She lost weight. She's much more energetic. She lost her allergy to shellfish, which I've never heard of a gut biome like transplant of any sort that causes you to lose an allergy. Right. Because your, your gut, though it does do a lot of things, is not in control of your allergies. However, you can eat certain things that would act up your gut, though. Mm-hmm. So hearing that kind of made me kind of wince a little bit. But also, I'm sure my friends who work in allergy and immunology are also like wincing at the fact that people are getting fecal transplants to cure whatever ails them. Um, so this is not the way to finally make uh, shellfish jackson safe. Safe, probably not. Okay, I, I mean, this is one of those situations where is the cure really better than the disease? Like, yeah, honestly. So what happens with with the other mothers in the in the social group uh-huh. is that they all get sick from. From the stolen poop, but not it's not from the fecal transplant themselves. It's from their DIY solution of using a turkey baster. Yeah, using a turkey baster that was in their drawer, or as the doctor explained, using a turkey baster that was in their drawer all year, only used once, probably never cleaned. And to be honest, you really shouldn't be turking your uh, basting your turkey anyways. If you did it right, yeah, you should dry brine. I mean, again, this is not a cooking podcast, but it's true. You're not supposed to open the oven repeatedly to baste your turkey. That's how you dry it out. Yeah. But what they did was they basically sucked up the slurry and then injected into their own butt. Yeah, using a turkey baster. Yeah. Uh, medically accurate in that that was bad for them. It is bad for them. I mean, you're going to get whatever bacteria is in your turkey baster, but also you're you're basically going through the same situation again. You're going to have the enema issues. You're going to have a lot of diarrhea, but you also run the risk of, you know, you don't know if Sheila is completely free of C. diff yet, mm-hmm. right? Like she could still be colonized with it. And if you're sucking out poop or letting that poop sit for too long remember how i said c diff is a very aggressive bacteria so if it's just hanging out in in a specimen bottle for for seven hours yeah you don't know like what the other weekly or the other weak uh bacteria are and Mm -hmm. they could be overrun by c diff right? right so you're basically injecting that into you and then we didn't talk about what the symptom, like the worst part, why C. diff is so bad. Why? But C. diff causes something called pseudomembranous colitis, which basically um, you get like plaques on your intestines. And then that makes your intestines angry and you can get something called toxic megacolon, which, I mean, that term itself sounds horrible. Toxic right? megacolon just sounds so, like a death metal band. I was going to say the same thing. That's a really good death metal band. Um, but it, like your intestines are just stretched out to the point where it can actually rupture and explode. Oh, okay. And that's Um, actually... I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I know that's bad. Yeah. I mean, you want your poop to stay inside of you. Yeah. Which technically is outside of you, because we talked about this in another episode, that you're just a giant tube. But you want You you don't want that tube to break. You don't want that tube to break and leak into inside you. Right. And that's the big concern there. And, um, I mean, it's funny how no one ever mentioned the other way you would treat C. diff. Mm -hmm. It's just antibiotics. And there are certain antibiotics that will treat it, but there's always that risk that if you treat, they'll be resistant. So that's why people are trying to lean towards fecal transplants a mm-hmm. little bit more. And people are trying to because come you can't be resistant to other people's poop in the same way, or a bacteria can't be resistant to other people's poop. Yeah, because it's it's basically population control, right? Which population is going to rise high enough, or are all the populations going to rise in the same amount and keep each other in check? So it's basically you're playing risk. Mm-hmm. It's a big game of risk in your intestines, and you're trying to keep everyone from invading 
your area. Right. So that's what's going on there. And then there's also novel ways now where they're giving how they're giving you the fecal transplant. Yeah, because they can do it in a pill form now, can't they? Yep, freeze dried poop. I yeah. mean, all these companies are trying to fight each other to be the first person to make freeze-dried poop pills. I'm sure you still need to make a strong enough pill capsule so that it doesn't leak out so you taste yeah. what's going on. But I don't know. As a guy who has to fill up capsules here and there for um, a cat who needs enzymes, it's really hard to keep all the enzymes inside of the capsule when you're filling it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a logistical thing that you don't think of. Until you actually have to do it, and I get those machines and stuff. Poop always is going to find a way. Just like how enzymes always find a way outside of a capsule. Mm -hmm. Poop poop uh, finds a way. Poop will always find a way. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. I just stopped it right there, and it was fantastic. So we move on from there Uh to probably to to where South Park gets ludicrous. Yeah. um, Which is the discussion of. Tom Brady's poop, which yep. is the spice melange. Yep. And this is kind of why I had to pick this episode just for Johnny. Yeah. Is, if you don't know what the spice melange is, the spice it's melange is it's in Dune. Uh, it is the spice that gives uh, gives you prescient powers to see the future uh, and essentially become science fiction Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and that is apparently Tom Brady's poop. Yes. But Tom Brady, like, this season has not been very spice melange. No, well, that's probably because he's. Um, uh, I think it's because everyone spoiler alert, he, he, steals all of his poop. Yes, or or he's you know blind and wandering into the desert. Spoilers, Dune Messiah. <laughs> yeah, like everyone wants his poop. Like every single person is seeking the spice melange, and I don't know how valuable it was in Dune, but in South Park, it's like. Gold. Yeah, it is in in Dune. It is the most valuable thing in the universe. Mm. Um, in actuality, I could absolutely see there being mm. the exact same kind of freaks that were there to steal Tom Brady's poop. Yeah, and I'm sure probably more so now after this episode. I actually yeah. gave someone an idea. It might have went from zero to one, but that's still significantly more than what it was before. Yeah. The other thing I kind of want to bring up, too, since we're kind of talking about microbiomes and poop and whatnot, is how paranoid Kyle is about so many organisms living on him. Yes. Um, and his awareness of of all of, of his microbiome is what gives him, again, prescient powers. Yeah. I mean, he said he was an Airbnb in San Clarita, basically. Yeah. And it's true, though. Like, a good number of the cells that live on you can potentially outnumber the cells that you are, I right. guess. It's a way to say it. Because you're always constantly having bacteria on your skin. You have bacteria like in your gut, mm-hmm. in your mouth. Basically anywhere that you you are you has other bacteria that is not a part of you on it. Mm-hmm. Some of it that's symbi- symbiotic like your gut biome mm-hmm. and others that are just there. Yeah, and that's what your whole immune system is trying to do too is making sure those stuff in your gut is making uh, making sure that does not go out of whack and go crazy. But that was really funny how he was so self-aware of it that his eyes turned blue and he was able to see things. Yes. Almost like So for me as a guy who has not watched Dune very um, clearly. There will be a new Dune m- movie coming out either 2021 or 2022 yeah. that so I'm super excited I about. I saw it and I thought it was like Matrix Vision mm-hmm. where he could see the code and all that stuff. Really it was just the other bacteria I guess giving him 
Yeah, it, it was, was it was the bacteria speaking to him. Yeah. So ultimately, mm-hmm. I feel like this episode wasn't so bad. No, on the accuracy. No, it wasn't. It. I will say one thing is that. The one thing they made it seem like is that the cure works instantaneously. Right. Which it doesn't. Because you're basically hoping that that bacteria doesn't all get killed off. Mm-hmm. That you injected in or transplanted in uh, before the and can control the C. diff numbers. Because what it's trying to do is just overwhelm and use up all the resources before the C. diff can use it all. Um, would you occasionally have multiple doses of, of a fecal transplant? As a... I can't say that with great 100% um, certainty, mm-hmm. maybe because I don't do that in the emergency department. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't think of a, <laughs> a of a situation where you would need, I mean, Call obviously. Call from the pharmacy? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, stat. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's life or death. Get me the good poop. Yeah. Usually we're doing antibiotics and fluids and all that stuff. And that was the thing about um, the patients in the ER. They made it sound like everyone needed poop and that was the only cure. The worst thing you can do is kind of keep everyone with C. diff all in the same room. Because, they, because they'll just have a compounding effect of... No, I was going to say more because of smell. Oh. Like, I will say this. C. diff is one of those smells that it's very distinct. Mm-hmm. Um, I remembered when I did my rotation working with working in Albuquerque and I would walk by I'm like smells like C. diff in here and then they're like oh that patient over there has C. diff I'm like I knew it so you see it so often that your nose knows it's like Toucan Sam like your nose knows that there is C. diff afoot and you just have to find it oh lovely there are certain poopy smells that are very distinct from each other C. diff has its own very distinct distinct stinky smell it will peel paint off the walls is it going to be like, I forget what it was when we were discussing human centipede, uh-huh. uh, where you would leave coffee outside the room? Yep. I mean, coffee is great for soaking up smells, but here's the problem. It smells like coffee. But coffee that, and poop? Yeah, there's that hint of C. diff that just sneaks by and just just assaults your nose just so that you know that it's there just to annoy you. And it's the, the times we'll see it the most are the people that are frequent flyers to the hospital or people who have been in the hospital for too long. So when I used to do inpatient medicine during my residency and had to do rounds, you can smell it. Is that, is that because the, because the, if they're in the hospital, mm-hmm. then they're probably on antibiotics and, and mm-hmm. have a weakened immune system to and fight it? Or? And they're at higher risk. So if you were to go into a room with a patient that has known C. diff, you basically are gowned up, gloved up, masked up. Um, because, um, like I mentioned, it's, it's spread because the spores are so resistant that if it latches onto something it'll spread mm-hmm. so if you have it on gloves and a gown you can at least change and get out of it so if you're wearing the yellow gown of shame basically to go into the room and treat a patient that's the reason why they're on contact precautions and any kind of contact would make it more likely for you to spread whatever they have to other people that's something that i didn't know about until actually just this weekend that you would have different different like color-coded gowns for different situations. It's not so much color-coded gowns, but it's the gown material itself. Okay. Because, you know, you don't want slippery gown stuff mm-hmm. if you're going to deal with, um, you know, contact things. But also those gowns, the yellow gowns, which are a little more porous or cheaper, so you can, you know. So you can just take it off and yeah. dispose of but them you want immediately. The sli- yeah, you want the more slippery stuff or the, because they're more likely to be waterproof, uh-huh. especially if you're dealing with blood or actively spraying materials upon you Mm -hmm. you want something a little more 
beady. Water resistant. Yeah, that'll bead. Mm-hmm. So that's the other, that's the big reason why. But C. diff, uh, I remember the smell. Still remember the smell. Wish I never knew about that. <laughs> For sure. So this is probably the most apt time I'm going to ask this question. <laughs> okay. Uh, human centipede bills itself as 100% medically accurate. Okay. If that's the case, how medically accurate is the South Park episode, you know cra- Turd Burglars? You know what's crazy? This is more medically accurate than the human centipede. Oh! I mean, it's true, though, except for the fact that how they introduced the, the fecal transplant. For the most part, it is fairly accurate. Um, I mean, medically, not about the escapades of stealing turds. So I would probably say it's like 120. So 120% medically accurate, but the plumbing accuracy leaves something to be decided. But I'm not a plumber. This, this is not, not a plumbing. plumbing podcast. You know that's not a plumbing podcast. So that's that's like a big thing. In terms of things you would change, though, because I know that's the follow-up yeah. question. I mean, it's just the method on how you would give the fecal transplant. And I think it would be just as funny if you had to explain that you had to put some tube down a nose and then inject it through there. Yeah. Or just That's have- actually would, would make it even more Dune relevant because in Dune they have the still suits where no. they they're they've got they're capturing all the moisture from their noses and from their mouths and yeah. from their sweat and from their Cause, everywhere. Because there's no moisture. Because there's no moisture on the desert planet of Arrakis. Yeah. So I think doing that would actually be pretty funny. Um, and just as medically accurate in that part. And if they wanna make the if they really want to do the going through the butt route. Mm-hmm. Using a colonoscopy, still ridiculous in that fact. So using those two small little things, the stakes would be the same. Mm-hmm. The ridiculousness that is South Park with, you know, shoving things down throats or up butts and then injecting more poop, still there. I And from a fanboy accuracy standpoint, uh-huh. I think that there is absolutely a group of people out that are out there to steal tom brady's poop oh i'm i'm 100 percent sure that someone is stealing that selling it probably on the dark web somewhere and yeah, then DIY. The, the dark brown web yeah oh it's the brown web now yeah the dark poopy brown web <laughs> oh, now i just made myself the sad. poop road the poop road we don't do the silk road anymore it's no the poop road but yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty accurate episode. And also, it's South Park, and it's enjoyable. And the fact that they've been doing it for now, what, 23, 23 years? 23 years, yeah. And it's still, like, hitting pretty good notes. It's it's impressive. Yeah, I mean, it hit a brown note. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, that brown note episode was, like, season three or yeah. season four. Which, maybe one day we'll do that one. But that's a good one, too. Yes. So, you know. I think there's a lot of good South Park. Yeah. I don't know what other medical ones. I gotta go through my my list of South Park knowledge, but there are a few weird South Park episodes mm-hmm. that we can potentially do for sure. But yeah, this one was a good one. I thought this would be a fun one because it was an easy one to get through after all this moving, but I think this is a good way to go. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Anything else we want to add on this? Please don't give yourself a fecal yeah. transplant. Yeah. Please don't give yourself a fecal <laughs> transplant. I mean, I know it has to go without saying, and I know we're not offering medical advice, but I guess my one piece of medical advice that you should take. Yeah. This is now, I'll just give it as not medical advice. I'm not a doctor, but I strongly advise just, you not to give yourself a fecal transplant. Yeah. Get some high quality poop, but also don't give yourself a fecal transplant. Yeah. With that, we will be back next week with more Hi Everybody, a Bad Medicine podcast. Yep. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for bearing with us on the week off. And yeah, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at HiEverybodyMD or 530DocDorb. Thank you so much. Yep. Thanks, guys.